0: The New Zealand Tech Podcast. Brought to you by Guerrilla Technology. Proactive and strategic IT. Greetings and welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. I'm Paul Spain and with me today I've got Ben Rose here as my guest. Welcome along Ben. G'day Paul. Thanks for having me. Now, Ben, maybe you can start with by uh, just giving listeners an introduction of where you fit into uh, things here in the business and tech
1: world in New Zealand. So I work at a health insurance company, NIB, um, and so we... um We've been in New Zealand for five years and our, our focus is is kind of disrupting the market and doing it through innovation and digital, which is why I thought it would be you know worthwhile coming and having a chat.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, we're definitely looking forward to uh, talking about insurance, I think. Uh, people always have a, have a few questions around where, where insurance is going. Yep. And how, how can technology change that? Um, you know, are you wanting to monitor us 24 seven and, <laughs> uh, and so on? So we'll, we'll definitely look, look forward to, uh, to that, uh, but we've got a bunch of other things that we, we wanted to talk about uh, today as well. Um, so let's jump into uh, into those topics now. Um, first up, there was a um, a report that was quite interesting. This has come through um, from Semantic, and there they've um, they've highlighted that crypto jacking uh, rose by. Eight thousand five hundred percent in twenty seventeen. Now this is where, uh, you know, usually it's it's something that happens via your uh, your browser, and um, you've you've um, got the situation where somebody in a you know remotely via the web is sort of using the power and the grunt of your uh, of your computer yeah. to um, to mine cryptocurrencies. And um you know I think you know everyone is uh, is somewhat familiar with other sort of cyber security uh, types of issues that we've had in the past. Mm. Um, what crypto jacking sort of leads to is you know your your technology slowing down and using uh, more power than it uh, than it should so yeah. um you know I can imagine. Any organisation that uh, that gets hit with this, you know, um, probably not an ideal uh, position to be in. Someone else is basically just uh, making money at uh, at your cost, right? Yeah, well,
1: it's the same for businesses, businesses and, and, and individuals. I think you know, as we all look to use technology more and more, um, adoption speeds up, and you've got to think about cybersecurity. And you know, you you can't have one without the other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now.
0: Huawei have been in the media, and uh, look, you know, I've spent quite a bit of time with um, interacting with Huawei over, the, you know, over the last few years, and you know they've gone from a company that I'd never heard of uh, yeah. to a company that I've, you know, yeah. spent time with in China, having a look at, at their operations and, and and how they do things. Um, but they they get treated with um, you know varying levels of trust depending on where you are yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know they 've they 've um, they 've done incredibly well in terms of their uh, market share in smartphones to the point that from what we could see looking at the at the stats when mm. i was um, in uh, Uh, Shanghai and and Shenzhen a few months ago uh, had some other journalists join me on the show and and based on what they had presented us with we were sort of left with the conclusion that they'll probably end up as the number one smartphone maker uh, in the world if if any of their current trajectory um, continues but the uh, The flip side to that is that they will have to do that without a whole lot of sales um, in the u s market or if they do get sales in the u s market they 're going to be a lot um, a lot harder to win uh, because in the last few days we 've seen um, uh, news coming out: that the FCC potentially could be blocking um, carriers, or you know, the the the, the telcos uh, that use Huawei equipment. They could block them from receiving federal subsidies, which That's is right. you know That's can right. be can be a, a, an important um, thing there. You know, especially I imagine for the more uh, you know rural uh, carriers. So. Um, yeah, there, have there, certainly been these discussions uh, in in the past uh, from the various agencies in the US, sort of you know, uh, saying that um, they feel that, that Huawei being a Chinese company and maybe having some sort of you know uh, ties back to the government. Yep that there's some risk. And, you know, of course, Huawei give you the the story of, look, we're a private company. Why would we possibly put our whole business at risk Mm -hmm. um, by having some sort of backroom deal with the government? There's no way we would do that. It's not, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, But it does you know, um you you know, you can see where uh, where the Americans want to be reasonably cautious. Uh, in Australia it's meant that uh Huawei haven't um well, they've also, you know, been blocked to a to a degree as well. I think they've been uh, cut out of the uh, uh, their, their equivalent of the uh, um, uh, ultra-fast broadband initiative that's that's happening yeah, there, the, yeah. the, the ENBN. Um, so yeah, this is is kind of curious. And then, you know, earlier on in the year, we had an expectation that AT and T were about to launch um, Huawei's Mate uh, Mate Ten. Product around the time of uh, CES seemed like a deal was done. It all collapsed Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. right at the at the last minute, uh, no doubt under some uh, some external pressures. And then um, the latest thing, as as well as these sort of you know comments about FCC possibly um, you know blocking these subsidies, is uh, Best Buy, which is really um, you know the sort of big. Bricks and mortar, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, consumer electronics store in the in the US that um, they're stopping selling Huawei phones, laptops, and and, and smartphones. I mean, um, and, and uh, get, uh, smartwatches. Whereas you know they, they've they've had a. Um, yeah, a reasonable presence there in the past.
1: Well, they, they also had uh, Trump and the SEC come out and block the uh, that Broadcom acquisition they were they were looking at making as well. That's true. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think I think for the interesting thing for me is we're sort of we're moving from a world where things were designed in California and made in China to a world where they're designed and made in China. And I think the US response is it's just protectionism. Yeah, you know they they haven't come out with any conclusive proof that there actually is government intervention or malware no. on these devices. No. I think really what they're doing is, is kind of protecting their own patch and they're, they're, they're worried about the growth in Chinese technology.
0: Well, you know, from from their perspective, they've got a lot to lose, well, right? They have. And they we've have. certainly seen uh, the predictions that say in AI that China is going to kind of lead and, you know, win in, well, in that right. space uh, versus the American tech giants. and
1: That's right. And they're launching. If, a, if that if
0: that happens, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna see some uh, very a very interesting world in the, in the next few years. Ahead. We,
1: we will. Will it, will it be bad for us though, or good for us? You know, will there be more choice for consumers? So they, you know, the Chinese are looking to launch a competitor to GPS soon. So so yes, it's really easy. I think to say there are threats, and we're all going to be spied upon. But how how do we know that the uh, you know the NSA aren't doing the same thing right now?
0: Well um we 're still alive uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we've we 've got that no um look
1: there's
0: there's a i think a you know a lot of things that you can uh worry about but you know it it seems certainly at, at this stage as though most of the world outside of the u s and and australia um you know we 've seen a lot of adoption of of you know huawei technology mm, so mm. um yeah it 's um it, it's a little bit of a hard one i mean we had the we had the discussion um i think a little little while ago about uh Kaspersky and oh, yep. um you know look here you've got a, a cybersecurity company that uh, look they they were compromised and so the company that you trust to keep you safe mm. was mm. compromised yes. and and through their um uh, you know supposedly the software that 's meant to protect you, yep. um, their customers were getting spied on uh, you know I think in that case, you had something that was reasonably reasonably clear uh, cut that they 've let their customers down in a major way yep. Yep. and you know I would think that 's a pretty hard thing to to get a company back from, and you know oh, of course absolutely. they've they 've uh, the, moved the to a gone. model of of giving away. You know, their product, which again, you're like, Mm -hmm. okay. So, you know, that that could serve a different business model. I mean, the the freemium model is, is, you know, reasonably common out there in the the digital world. It gives something away and hope people will, will step up to, um, other plans and and you know that you get some business. But out it always of it. comes with obvious risks uh, right? Um, you know? But yeah, whenever you see something that's free, you do sort of scratch your head a little bit and think, yeah. well, you know, uh, am I the product? As I, uh, you know, I think as, as we as we have seen with Facebook, haven't right? we just? Haven't we? Just? <laughs> Look,
1: I, I think to the point earlier, as we start living our lives more and more online, that comes with risk, and you just have to do the best you can do to mitigate it. Yeah, and to work yeah. with companies that you you know that, that yeah. you trust to do a good job. Yeah, but when it comes to Huawei and other Technologies, I, I think more choice is good for us. Yeah, as long as we're sensible about you know about looking after ourselves and protecting our privacy, more choice has to be a good thing. surely.
0: hopefully, hopefully,
1: yeah,
0: we'll see. Yeah. Right yeah. Um, now, yeah, I mean uh, privacy. There's obviously some some interesting discussions there around things that have that have happened in the last uh, the, la- oh, yes. the, la- the last the uh, last the last week or yep. or or so. Um, yeah, I mean, there's probably a whole lot that we could sort of wade on, wade into on, into on that front with, um, with you know Cambridge Analytica and and, and Facebook and you know, uh, it's yeah, it's it's interesting the way that this story has blown up so big mm. in uh, in quite a short space of time, and when you look at it. Most of the information was actually already out there in the public yeah, domain. Wrong. It wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. news. No, no, no. Um, although obviously there was a TV program that did hit the news in the UK yep. that sort of you know stirred uh, stirred things up. Yep. And of course, anything that ties into um, you know Donald Trump and uh, and and yep. winning the U.S. election or really anything Trump you know, plus Trump, undercover uh, footage equals yeah.
1: clickbait, right? <laughs>
0: right, right. So you know, it's got everyone uh, got everyone talking about yep. it. And yeah, I've seen lots of people have been downloading uh their facebook data and and finding some pretty interesting things um I haven't gone through mine yet I did get through and and um you know got the got the data there, so I've got to do a little bit of a yeah. troll through yeah. and and have a look um Yeah, I mean some interesting things there around and we've talked about this in the past without having something to necessarily connect it to Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not very often have we had something to connect it to but you know, the risks associated with us accepting these apps that say they're going to take our call history and they're going to take X, Y, Z information, yeah. and yeah. and in a lot of cases, uh, people wouldn't look at that. They'd just go, oh, "Okay, fine." You know, if this app needs that info, it must need it to do its job. And you're looking at the list saying, "You know, why? Do, why does an app that needs to do A need this huge, you know, list right. of, yeah, of yeah, confidential yeah, yeah. Um, data?" And uh, yeah, there's there's been some. Some concerning things around some of the the data that uh, you know, Facebook has uh, has collected. Some of those things have uh, you know no doubt sort of changed o- over time as as Facebook have changed some of their uh, you know rules of of engagement and and what third party apps can can and can't access. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's your take on this? It seemed like uh, Mark Zuckerberg was was a little bit slow to respond. Now that he's actually little got into is, en- right? en- engagement, yeah, um, you know, he, he's he's putting out full page ads and uh, uh, you know newspapers on both he sides is. of the Atlantic.
1: I, don't, I, I, I mean, he's he's never been quick to address you know those, those big issues, and I, I, I thought that that really stood out for me. But to to, to me, the whole situation you know should people delete Facebook over this well the question is does it give you value and is the value you get from it worth giving up all your information for and that's always been the equation yes but I think now people are saying well actually maybe I'm not getting back as much as I want in order to give you this information yeah so you know the there's been some really high-profile deletions of Facebook accounts and some people doing a really good job to you know, generate some PR out of that. But. Well,
0: well, you know, Mr. Elon Musk um, seems to find an excuse to get mentioned on this show just about every, every other Amazing. week. There's always Amazing. something that he's doing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, deleting his uh, Facebook uh, or the, the um, SpaceX and um, Tesla Facebook pages uh, yeah. based on a, a, a challenge on Twitter um You know Just worked Worked perfectly For him And it's You know That's It's right. just no wonder These uh, Um you know, he, he's talked about having never advertised on the on the platform, um, you know, and that they don't advertise on social media and so on.
1: I'm pretty sure a few people watched a video of him launching a rocket on social media once or twice. Yes.
0: Time, so, well, and, and this was the bit. He was sort of almost like, oh, look, you know, we don't engage with these platforms commercially mm-hmm. with, with advertising and so on. Yep, and it's yep. like, well… I could I could compare Elon Musk to Trump in that he knows how to play the media. He is a you know, look, he's PT uh, Barnum
1: for our age, yeah, isn't he? You that's know? it. That's it. He's, right. he's redefined um, marketing. Look,
0: he's 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 incredible, and, and we're not going to stop talking about him anytime soon. Um, and you know, the things that he does, you know, for me personally, anyway. And and there will be others in our audience that are that are big Trump fans, but mm. uh, for me personally, I'm I'm certainly more interested in uh, uh, in the things that he he's doing than uh, in yeah. certain uh, or in most politicians, actually. To be
1: to be yeah. fair, um, what what I, what I loved in this in this little stoush between him and Zuckerberg because they have some goodies was yes. he you know he via social media was accessible fronted it took action versus Zuckerberg who didn't and I, and I think that that does a, does a huge amount for their brand yeah. and therefore trust and confidence in him and their company yeah and and he sees that and know?
0: and I mean Facebook had a had a big uh, slump in their shares and I you know I haven't looked at them over the over the past couple of days um, but. This only adds to the existing trend, which is that Facebook um, has has peaked in terms of users and is now on a on a downward uh, on a downward track. That's right. So yeah. it is it is very it's very very interesting because they're so big and so dominant yet, huh? Are they? Are they in a position that we could compare with sky t v now you know I've talked a lot about uh sky over the last uh the the last uh you know li- little while um you know on the show and and in mainstream media and they're 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 certainly one of those uh entities uh, um you know and you could you could put um yellow uh and yeah. the and the and the yeah. same uh you know camp who you know had this thing that was a monopoly yeah. uh they will never have that same uh, business again, but you know, quite quite different. Um, those that are interested in yellow, by the way, listen into uh, last week's New Zealand uh, business podcast um, where you know we, we we chat through a little bit about uh, yellow and and what they're doing at the moment which which is, a, is on an interesting track um, but uh, yeah I mean back to uh, back to to sky of course we've got the news this week that um, uh, John feller is uh, is is stepping down is. As, as CEO he's mm-hmm. retiring mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and certainly yes it's um, you know, I think probably pleasing for for most from most perspectives that that's happening. What do you think? Are they going to be able to find the right leader who can step in and sort of steer them through what is going to be a really challenging, you know, phase of their business? I mean, they've already been in this challenging, uh, you know, phase for for some time. Um, who will have the nows and the you know, what it takes to to get them to where they where they need to be. Because I mean, it's, 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 probably, not, it's, it's not an easy one to navigate, right?
1: I think I think that's 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 the thing, but, but it's it's not like the media and entertainment industry around the world isn't adapting elsewhere. So it's look it's probably it's probably a good time. Um, it's a, look, it's a, it's a tough gig. It's a tough industry and goodness knows they've, they've tried a lot of things recently, but, um, moving from that, that sort of monopoly position to, to competing with everybody, new entrants every day, it's, it's tough.
0: It is, it is really tough. And they're talking about, um, you know, new on demand platforms and, and, and new mm-hmm. initiatives. Look, they've been talking about new things for some time and, the, the problem has been the pace at which they deliver these and then the quality of what they end up delivering. So, um, look, it's another sort of wait and, wait and see how they, how they
1: get on. Um, it is, but look, but I, know, hope, Kiwis, I hope they can
0: up the pace anyway. We,
1: we, we've got some great options and, you know, I suppose they're, they're not the only show in town anymore and, and no. we'll come in. So at least for us as consumers it will be an interesting time. Um, but um, I'm, sure, I'm sure the staff will be hoping for, for some fresh energy and, and, and a new direction. Absolutely. Now on on
0: a related note, um, NBA, National Basketball Association. Oh I love this. this um, great. testing ninety nine cent live streams that let you watch the final quarter yeah. of a game. So while a game's on, look, you might not, you know, be committed and, and all in with um, with the five dollars. You know, the, the, the full the full fee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for those that are that have have some interest... Able just to uh, you know pay what would be you know I guess around a dollar fifty New Zealand and uh, jump in and, and watch the exciting sort of final final quarter it of the game. It just
1: makes so much sense, doesn't it? It's, it's cool, one of, it's one of those it? things
0: that you hear and you go, of course,
1: yeah, of course. What Why a great not? way to get
0: people people yep. hooked in, right? Yep. And then yep. that just gives them um you know enough of a taste it's very accessible and right. you know the more the more that people watch they're probably going to want to um you know step up their uh...
1: I think that's the point the thing i love about it is it is it gives someone an easy way to give it a crack for 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 no 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 commitment yeah and to be honest you know you build a good upsell cross sell program around that to get them signing on in the future I think
0: it's yep. really great you got their email love address it. and it's perfect. you know you know who to remarket to and all all yeah, those sorts right. of things mm-hmm. so um yeah, um, very, very smart.
1: Maybe Sky um, should be uh, doing 99 cent. Uh, for the, maybe for the Olympics, we could have just seen the podium finishes for 99 cents. That would be quite
0: good. <laughs> well, uh, look, if they were on, a, on, a, on the right sort of platform, the right sort of technology where they can be agile then they can jump in and try different things, right? They've got the rights. And, you you know, know, you you could imagine, um, look, the Joseph um, Parker fight Mm -hmm, is coming mm up.
1: mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Um, You know, look, they might pre-advertise something and they might do a a one-off variation on the full full ticket that's
1: right that
0: they would uh, they would drop sort of closer to, to the time and if nothing else um, depending on you know how they put it out their social media advertising and, and what not mm. um, you know they might build a connection with a whole new group of people that have never engaged with them uh, before now I'm not saying that it would make any sense for them to do a 99 cent offer um, but that said there are there are some people like me that aren't the aren't the big sports fans, mm-hmm, um, and look, I'll see it replayed somewhere yeah, in yeah, some yeah. form. But look, if it came on with a sort of a low cost um, offer, I'm most interested usually. And in, okay, show me the end of the fight. What was the yeah. you know what was the exciting bit? Um, and you'll usually get it free. You know, somewhere reasonably soon thereafter. But you know, they, they could probably spin some some variations anyway. Well, that, um, they, they, they have to be careful because you don't want to set a precedent of look, this is what's going to happen every time, unless you can you know you can really make that work. But or you maybe know, you do right, unless, unless that, that's true. Well, you've got to weigh it up, right? I, they, so, they've
1: got they've got great rights. You know, if you talk about Sky again, they've got fantastic rights. They've got you know the All Blacks, the Olympics, they've got they've got the fight. So so could they? Turn that into into you know an online business, an on demand business. Of course, they could. Yeah, you know, yeah. Will, will they? I suppose is, is, is the question. But if you take this NBA one as an example, yeah. what a, what a bit of entrepreneurialism and 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 tech smarts could do with the fantastic rights they've got. That's really exciting. Yeah.
0: yeah no, that's, that's that's a good point. So I, I think we've got some um, uh, some fun ahead of us mm. as as we see more experimentation and look. Yeah. We're not necessarily going to see sort of, you know, the cutting-edge experimentation and offerings done here in New Zealand because we're... a. We're a smaller market, um, you know. We've seen Sky struggling already with the technology uh, pieces, and and you know, I would call them far from sort of agile with, uh, uh, you know, their ability to, to to you know do new things and and uh, uh, you know turn on a dime. But look, let's let's see uh, where where this stuff goes. But you've got to get faster.
1: You've got to get better uh, in the space. And uh, we, we've we've got that locally. We, we don't have scale, but we. we we do have agility. Yes. And a lot of these products exist elsewhere. We don't need to invent them. The platforms are there. It's more about just joining the dots and connecting them. Yeah. And, and, and you can bring things to market in New Zealand far faster than you can in other markets around the world. So I don't, I don't think that should be a reason to hold us back.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I'm just looking at how poorly they've performed in the past on these things and thinking, well, there, there must be something in here that's, uh, that, that, that's really, really difficult. But, you know, re- realistically um, – Yeah, as, as you say, they're, they're building on, on other people's sort of building blocks. They're Mm, not having mm. to actually invent it all themselves. Certainly the way time has gone on and what's available in terms of the tool set that's available to them now in 2018. Yes. You know, is a much better tool set than, than what was available for, uh, you know, for digital streaming a few years ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, it's, um, it's an exciting one to watch and stand on the sidelines and throw stones at them when they don't get it. Uh, they don't <laughs> sure. get it right. Um, you know, it's a, look. It is a really hard thing, and um, you know, I, I think at the moment they, uh, they deserve what they get a little bit when they're picked on. Um, but I wish whoever steps in, uh, you know, all all the best. And um, oh, if someone really can come in forward. and if someone
1: can come in and turn that round. And you know, for the benefit of New Zealanders, wouldn't wouldn't that be an amazing achievement for a business?
0: Yeah, and look, what does turn it round look like? Because they're not going to go back to uh, no. to to the same levels of what they have done in the past. Yeah, so you've yeah, also yeah. got to look at that in a in a fair light. But yeah, if they can right. if they can build a, a good digital business mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, you know still has sport and and you know major sport in ten years time, well, that would be an achievement. Is yeah, that yeah, is yeah. that actually even viable as we see uh, different sporting codes sort of go to their own Doing streaming their own platforms yeah, and so yeah, on? Yeah. Uh, look, you know, I'm not actually sure what a viable business would look like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, for them uh, 10 years out. But I guess the better you do that stuff, the more likely you are to hold at bay uh, those that supply you with, with content today, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, exiting out of those deals and, and supplying them thing. direct if you yeah. do it really well. Yeah. So. Yes, interesting times. Um now uh Baidu have got the green uh light to uh tel- test drive um self-driving cars in in China and uh this was this came through um last week, you know, short, shortly after we'd heard of um the uh you know, sad situation Mm. In uh, in Arizona, yeah. um, where mm. this uh, woman was, uh, you know, was run, run over by by an Uber, and mm. you know that's uh, that's led to a situation where uh, you know we just heard a, in the last uh, hour or two uh, that Uber have actually been banned from uh, testing their self driving vehicles in that's Arizona, right. yep. which is a huge turn because it was uh, uh, the governor there just a very you know few days prior mm-hmm. who had made it clear. Yeah, look we are open for self self driving cars right. with nobody uh, in the in the front seat yeah, yeah, yeah. and well that door has has really slammed shut on uh, on uber, so you know there 's a lot of different perspectives and and certainly I, you know i 've heard from uh, you know, a whole mix of opinions uh, around this one of well, we should yep. shut down all self uh, driving car mm-hmm. testing and until we 're really clear um, that these things are safe. Uh, I think our discussion last week we might we might have talked a little bit around you know the stats being very much in the favor of Autonomous vehicles being much safer than than mm. human drivers mm. um, now i heard I've heard a stat that says after this death last week. Autonomous cars are now ten times more dangerous than humans. Right. So that you know, when 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 you've got uh, you know certain amounts of data, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. these things can can flip very quickly. Now that number may well have been extreme and, and completely off.
1: You can always find uh, statistics for uh, right. you, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, look, there's, there's going to be numbers floating around, and, yep. and but certainly if you drilled in on uh, uber 's success mm-hmm. and um, uber have sort of pushed back on on one of the stats that was highlighted, which was uh, this i 'm um, trying to remember the term exactly it's the um, miles between intervention yeah and i 'm not sure if i 've got the term exactly right but um, you know it, it, it relates to how often um, the the, um, the safety driver the, the it, safety mate. driver yeah, has to yeah. kind of uh step step in yeah. And, uh, and, you know, control the vehicle in, in some way for, for, for whatever, uh, reason. And it might be that they want it to do something that it's not doing because mm. they've decided, look, I want to turn right here rather than left where the thing's taking us or whatever it is. Um, and Uber have said, look, this particular metric doesn't give a, a, any clear indication of an autonomous vehicle's safety. Um, and of course they would need to because their stat on that is, uh, that the, uh, the person needs to step in once every thirteen kilometers on average uh, and when you looked at um, uh, what uh, alphabet and and waymos stat was and I'm just seeing if I can pull it up but it was in the in the thousands of of kilometers yeah. that uh, yeah. what what the waymo vehicle uh, would would drive um, right. you know w- without intervention yeah um, so just you know Miles and miles apart, and of course, waymo have been testing these things for uh, you know whatever it is. It must be in the direction of a of a decade uh, mm-hmm. now since their uh, their program uh, started. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. Did you have any thoughts on that before we sort of talk about? Um Baidu?
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought this story... It, it's a, look, it's a tragedy. It's, it's awful. Um, but it's, I think this is going to be a really seminal moment for this technology because you've got all these different companies trialling it, and this is a point where people now have to make a decision are we prepared for this to happen um is it is that you know in in the future is is the future vision going to include more of this less of this is the alternative better or worse than this these are the questions i think we've we've got to ask right now yeah i'm not sure that shutting everything down and stopping everything now is a long-term response probably it's the right thing for the politicians to do you know in in, in arizona Mm, but mm, mm. um I, th- I think the other thing that's going to come out of this is which are wh- where do, where do the centres of expertise lie? Is a company like Uber or a company like Tesla or Baidu or, 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 or Google wh- where is this best set? Who's who's better at this? Because we we don't know yet because this isn't commercialised. Actually, who's 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 better than another? You know, I I, I think the, the key thing though is. As, as humans we're always nervous about new technologies, and this just plays into all of that yes. I think we've got to be really careful as 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 humankind right now that we, we we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and lose this technology without being really conscious about you know weighing up the the, the pros and cons into the future
0: yeah um yeah I would, I would agree with that I think I would like to see uh more um, Certainly, you know, measurement of, Mm. you know, success and failure put in place. Maybe, um, you know, these things can be increased and made a little bit more transparent. Of course, you make it too transparent, then, you know, you get to a point where all of the data these vehicles are collecting um, has to be stored forever, that governments have got access to them, uh, and so on. So, you get into some really horrible scenarios, and... Look, you know, I think uh, with some of the surveillance-type things that we've heard about going on in China, mm, uh, mm, people mm. might be concerned about that. In um, and, and terms of what we've heard about China, it's um, it's Baidu, who are the, the big sort of, you know, the Google, the search giant in uh, yep. um, China, who have received approval to begin um, the, testing their self-driving vehicles in uh, in Beijing. Um, and, yeah, there's, um, you know, 30, 33 roads... Uh, spanning around 105 kilometers, um, and and you know less populated suburbs, not the you know not the the the, the busiest areas uh, where they're able to um, you know get underway with uh, with testing. So, um, look, seeing this open up to more parts of the world, I think will be will be really interesting. I hope they've certainly got the right sort of. Regulations in place, you do potentially. You know, when we're, we're seeing this sort of competition between the US and and, and China, mm. um, artificial intelligence, yep. uh, technology, and and in many forms. And I think you know, both both governments want to be the the leading players. So
1: we've been um, here before, haven't we? It feels <laughs> like we've been here before, you know. It's um... but that ended okay, you know that thought out. So hopefully we can come to some sort of agreement. I tell you something they've got in China they don't have in America yet is Geely bringing out a car with a with a video camera on the roof, uh which you can you can post selfies of yourself and your drive. Yeah, okay, as, as you go. So so maybe that's something we need locally too. Live stream, just you know, yeah. Um... On the way to Mars, you could you know catch a video. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i wonder when the chinese are putting uh are putting something up in uh an autonomous vehicle up in uh, in space mate. yeah um now i i uh we last week we we talked um uh we talked about Cora and um just in in case uh you know there are any listeners that haven't um, um, seen it i should um should mention uh, that I that I put up a video. Uh, it is now on my Facebook and and YouTube uh, channels. Uh, Which is around Cora, which is the autonomous electric uh, sky taxi um, from Zephyr Airworks and uh, and Kitty Hawk. So, if anyone hasn't seen that and you're and you're curious, um, that does uh, does have my chat with uh, Fred Reed, who's the CEO at um, at Kitty Hawk, and you know he was also the uh, the founding CEO. Uh, behind Virgin America and you know a, a lot of background in the uh, the airline industry, so yeah, there's Very a few cool. interesting bits and pieces that we mm. dived into there. Um, the full length one is on uh, YouTube and uh, and Facebook, and there's a, a slightly truncated version on um, on LinkedIn. So uh, yeah. Um, so, just a, a reference to that one now, what else did we have to um, to talk about? There are a couple of other uh, local things that I wanted to chat through quickly. Um, also, there was a mention around uh, Microsoft very close to finalizing um, and in fact the, the the test builds out there for the uh, for uh, the the latest uh, Windows Ten update for Windows insiders may indeed be the uh, uh, the final uh, version, so um, people will start seeing a new version of Windows 10, uh, probably rolling out over the next uh, next month. Uh, locally, we hear of um, Chorus trialing a direct broadcast um, via its fiber uh, via their fiber network. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is quite uh, quite you know curious to me. Uh, this is the idea that you would be able to plug your TV directly onto your um, um, into what's called your ONT or your optical um, network uh, terminal inside Mm -hmm. your um your home rather than going through your your standard internet connection yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah there's um there's there's a little bit of uh, action going on 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 that front uh which i saw uh stuff we're reporting on uh uh yesterday and i may have indeed been hit by a, a press release from uh, uh from chorus on this as well uh but you know the the i the idea um, that you, you know, don't, don't. Necessarily have to be reliant on your internet service provider, and this could be a separate uh, mechanism through which, for instance, Sky TV Freeview could get you a signal without you having to have uh, you know something on your roof, whether it be a dish or yep. um, or, or an aerial, or even sort of rabbit ears in, inside the uh, the home. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be um, it's kind of going to be in, interesting to, to see. There were mechanisms built into uh, the ultra fast band uh, specification um, you know for exactly this this type of uh, this type of uh, thing so um, yeah I'm uh, I'm curious to see exactly where this uh, you know where this fits
1: I, think, I, think, I mean I think it 's great you know they 're they're, they're in a pretty commoditized category, so innovation like this that yeah. genuinely addresses pain points that people have yeah fantastic
0: yeah, and i mean they 've got the infrastructure there if they can mm. you know if they can push through say you know equivalent of you know all of the, all of the channels that say sky uh broadcast yep, yep. uh but in much higher definition you know 4k now maybe 8k in the future uh and you've got that running through another channel without impacting your internet performance you know elsewhere um Maybe that makes sense. Yep. Um, no need to have you know, someone up um, on the roof, and
1: you know, yeah, yeah. Well, in. certainly
0: from that perspective, it, uh, it make it makes some uh, some sense. But yep. you know, whether you, yeah, what the benefit is of splitting it out from your main mm-hmm. internet connection, um, yeah, that. But I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little bit curious. But you know, ultimately, I, you know, I guess. An element of it will come down to uh, to to price, quality, and, and price, uh, right? You know, if if for instance Sky can move to this and all it is is plug in one cable rather than send yep. somebody up to uh, put a dish on the on the roof, and it, you know it's controlled end to end, you know the numbers add up. Then um, right. you can imagine that they'll they'll jump onto it. I so. suppose the
1: goal the goal's is always removing friction from you know from the process. So so if it does that and stops you having to pick up a box from you know. An office in a shop or sticking something on your yes. roof, then I think that's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the other thing from uh, a, a, a local um, perspective is uh, Sky have switched on their. Um, IOT network or Internet of Things uh, Spark. network. Spark, uh, Spark, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Spark, thank mm. you. Um, yeah, that, that would have been an announcement there. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so apparently they're they're heading uh, uh, to start with I think around sixty percent of the population, um, and uh, anticipating uh, pushing that up to uh, something like seventy percent of the population um, over the next uh, couple of months or so. And look, this uh, IOT network compared to a you know like a a standard mobile network, uh, you know, very long sort of range uh, low power in terms yep. of communications, yep. uh, not the sort of the high bandwidth that we that we expect out of 4G and mm. 5G mm. networks. In um, fact, Vodafone, I saw some things through from them today around there. Their 5G uh, testing is, is as well. Um, and, of course, it was last week that the Spark were announcing, um, you know, 5G trials. Um, but, you know, this is something very different. And, in fact, one thing I thought was, uh, was curious is they called out an example of something that they could do. And I don't know if you, uh, if you saw this, of the internet-connected uh, cow...
1: I did not. So I did not.
0: Um, the, the 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 headline number that I saw some news stories coming out, uh, and this was drawing from uh, you know directly from from Sparks' press release. Um, so I'll, I'll read out this paragraph: The cost to use the network is based on the number of sensors connected and the number of messages those sensors send each month. For example, a dairy farmer in the Manawatu wanting an hourly update on the location and body temperature of his of its cows... And who wouldn't? Hey, why not? You know, where's my cow? <laughs> That's and right. is it warm enough or is it too hot? Is it, you know... Something I never know where mine are. They're going to pay up to a seventy nine per cow each month for Stop connectivity. It. Stop it. So... It's a lot cheaper than having a yep. you know a mo- a mobile connection mm, you've got that mm. that coverage that's designed to spread out across um, the, the farmland now yeah, we yeah. haven't got the whole uh, population and and you know usually when we hear about mobile coverage is a, it's as a percentage of the human population right you know mm, yes, ni- ni- it is. oh yes you know that you know I think ninety seven yep. percent is the as the sort of common figure I think at least from sp- uh, Spark and Vodafone and maybe they're they're up on that now but that was one we'd hear a lot, so I wonder whether we're going to hear this now in terms of well, hey, we're Spark and we can reach you know sixty percent of the human population in New Zealand and eighty percent of the cows, totally. uh, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be important if they're uh, if they're touting uh, this as the mechanism for communicating with your
1: cows. Well, cows need a solution because they can't press the buttons because of the hooves on on, on normal <laughs> mobile phones, so they need this. So this is this is important. yeah. So I mean, how would you do that communication? Would you Put the thing
0: behind the ear because the cows used to have the little uh, you know clips in in their uh,
1: you know ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Would you, you know? Would you put it there and maybe it's able to pick your temperature from the air and then instead... Uh, or an, you know, or I an guess, implant.
1: You know, or do you have a, do you have an implant?
0: Yeah, there's some interesting possibilities mm-hmm. here. You know, do you do you place sort of soothing messages and and music through this? Uh, Music connection. Music, Music. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, There's there's all sorts of potential. And then, you know, can you replace sheep, dogs, and then, of course, the tech sort of variation thereof, which is the drones, yes. um, you know, with some sort of electronic communication. Yeah. What do you think about this
1: stuff? I think this is great. I think this is absolutely great. We, you know, we've spoken about IoT for a long time, and I, I think one of the fantastic things that Spark always do is they, they act and they launch things and they implement. And so I, I'm really excited about this, and I, I think this opens up huge possibilities, certainly for... The bovine world, but um, you know, in I, I, I work, I work in insurance, and I think about the you know the role that sensors can play there. This this yes. is really exciting.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Laura Wan, for those who are sort of interested in what is the IoT network that um, you know Spark have turned on, uh, that's that's the technology that they're uh, using and um look they said they've been in trial for uh for for over a year and um you know now now they're all all going um so there's a whole lot more info there online for those that are sort of curious and see you know there's a map of of what's on at the moment which parts of the country and uh when they're going to be turning on the additional regions um so if you're in Queenstown, Timaru, Tolpo, Napier, Gisborne, Rotorua, Pukakohi, New Plymouth, Whanganui... You have to wait because those aren't until June. But uh, a whole lot of other parts of the country are already on now. But you
1: got, you got. I think you have got some time to work out what this could mean for your business. You know, yes, if, you're, if you're a yeah. retailer, service provider, this this could be really big. I think that, you know. Don't, certainly, don't don't uh, disregard this as, as a trivial kind of thing. This could be, this could be massive.
0: Yeah, I uh, definitely very very curious how um, you know these IoT networks will. Will change the world, and we've you know we've been hearing for a long time that there's going to be so many mm. you know connected devices per person on the planet in the yep. years ahead. Yep. Um, as these costs come down, and you know the connectivity just becomes something that you can put in anything for next to nothing. Yeah, uh, you know, really is is quite a game changer. And um, yep. one of the devices that we talked about last year was um, a little GPS tracker that uh, you know could be attached to a child's shoes or Mm, you know all sorts mm, of different mm. scenarios it was always reliant on a mobile network that was quite expensive and so on um you know now we see these networks hitting new zealand they've been in other parts of the world for for a while Uh, and it's not just spark that are doing this you know vodafone too and Mm, mm. um you know there's a few things going on in the space uh yeah it's it's going to really enable some some pretty interesting new things Hopefully not too much of it spooky, um, but we we're, we're there now. On to um, on to Frankie. I want you to tell me what what is Frankie all about, and what's an insurance company uh, you know doing uh, dabbling
1: with uh, with AI. So so Frankie's our our virtual assistant. So Frankie's part of our customer service team. And um he or she um, you Don't haven't Frank, decided? Well we, no we've deliberately not really given yeah. Frankie yeah. agenda because we sort of didn't see a point. We thought people would yeah, yeah. kind of decide for themselves. Oh, that's cool. Um, I suppose what for, for us, the, we we look at AI as quite exciting because what insurance companies do ultimately is provide great customer service when you need it. So, you know, if something goes wrong with you, they help you fix it up. If you you know, if you need help they they, they help you. The challenge with that is how you give that Kind of customer service in a, you know fantastic customer service every single time to every single customer. Yes. and we we think that AI potentially could play a role in doing that in a sort of scalable way. Yeah. So we we wanted to put that to the test, and we built a, a proof of concept, a pilot, um, which was a, a chatbot for our yeah. to kind of help our customer service team. Yeah. Yeah. And we launched Frankie, and 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 that's that's kind of where we're at.
0: Yep. Yeah. So who did you partner with for for Frankie? What what are the technologies that sort of
1: underlie it and make it? You know, make Frankie uh, possible. So Frankie's based on IBM Watson, um, and we work with a company called Capgemini to build it, and we taught Frankie... um, we, we we launched Frankie to, to kind of work with a couple of our new products. So we taught Frankie everything we know about those products and yep. our, our customer service team sat down with Frankie and taught Frankie all those things and yep. continued to work with Frankie. Yep. And um and the Watson the Watson product kind of enabled us to start not from scratch but with a basic you know, a basis yep. of, of kind of customer service awareness and, and, and every day we, we just Keep on teaching Frankie, and customers ask questions. And when when he can answer, he does. And when she can't, she can't. And you yeah. know, I, I, nine times out of ten, uh, they get a successful answer. And okay. that one time, we yep. we see what the question was. We teach Frankie, and the next day, yeah. the answer will be right. So it's yeah, it's interesting.
0: Exciting. So how do, how do people interact with with Frankie? This is through a you know on screen uh, chat bot.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah so so we,
0: we, how how are people um, utilizing Frankie? At the moment, what, is, what does that look like?
1: So we we put Frankie on on one of our web pages um, because it was a, a sort of a trial to say. Would people want to engage with a chatbot? bot? Um, yep. what kind of questions would they ask? And and how would we as a business learn to to kind of do that well?
0: Right. So you haven't unleashed Frankie on every single customer that interacts with you in a particular no, way. No, You've got not, to go through yet. a particular yeah. channel at this stage. You're not kinda, you know, get, getting um, putting yourself in, in too much of uh, you know too much risk, I, supp- I suppose. Sometimes these things can go wrong, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think as a, as a business we like to experiment and, and when things work we do more when they don't we do less so so we wanted to have a you know place a small bet and have a trial yeah and say do customers really want this and if they do we'll do more of it and if they don't we kind of won't so the the sorts of questions people ask frankie are would i be covered for this what how do i claim what's an excess explain this term um frankie's been proposed to before a few times (laughs) um and and didn't accept um frankie frankie's got asked uh, when game of thrones is going to be on next yeah um but it's
0: so have you programmed announces to um to you know those sort of common scenarios. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And
1: there's a, there's a joke or two in there as well. Yeah. So because yeah. one of the interesting things we wanted to understand was how much personality yeah. should a chatbot have? Because you know you go from one one extreme where it's it's a pretend human all the way to the other where it's a scripted robot. Yes. And where where are people comfortable with and where where is the right you know the right kind of balance? So that's been something really interesting for us to to understand.
0: So yeah, and and, and I think you know in the years ahead we will see better and better kind of um, fake emotional intelligence built into Mm. these things and especially where you're interacting with voice and you know face and so on where they're able to kind of pick your expressions and then decide you know, based on how you're responding. Yeah. Uh, you know, how much humour can I sort of squeeze in there? That's right. And, and how much, you know, when just to shut that down because you've got a really grumpy, <laughs> right. uh, you know, uh, uh, customer. I, I'm really interested in um, scenarios. And yesterday I was on the phone to uh, Two Degrees. And uh, um, last year, you know, a couple of our telcos, and um, Spark and Two Degrees launched their unlimited plans and I mm. wanted to try mm. it and see mm. what it was like. So I I, I signed up for a plan I didn't, you know, really need to, but I was kind of curious to try it out. And yep. look, it was, uh, you know, it was pretty cool being on one of these unlimited plans. Mm. Um, but somewhere along the way, something got, you know, messed up with the process, and my account to log in wasn't my real email address, right. and so I couldn't log into the account. It was a pain to try and shut it down. I spent an hour on the phone with them trying to get this thing shut down, and said, "Look, you know, it doesn't quite seem fair that you're, you know." You've billed me X amount of money. Yes, I should have cut my account off a few months ago because I haven't used the SIM for probably, you know, four or five months. Um yep. And that that's on me, but you know, I knew mm-hmm. was I couldn't actually log into my account, and every yep. time I call up, it takes half an hour to get through and get help. So I spent about an hour on the phone in there, and they said, "Oh, we'll, we'll split the difference. Of, you know, you pay half the bill." Then good, and I said, "Okay, well, let's do it. Let's you know, let it's finish that. Um, can I, you know, give you my credit card details and let's get this yep. cleared off?" Uh, they said, "No, no, we can't do that over the phone. You've got to make a direct bank deposit, and right. you know, or whatever else it it was." So. Yeah. I d I didn't you know, although I accept I didn't want to waste any more time and I'll just pay whatever um, to exit. I still wasn't actually able to do that. But, you know, over it I spent yeah, I spent most of the the hour was on hold and varying blocks Mm. talking to Mm. different different people, and I spoke to, you know, probably two or three different people and then, you know, varying hold bits. But, you know, I certainly envisage the idea, you know, if you do need to use voice, yes. um, that in the future when interacting with firms that they will be able to speed things along, you know, plug you straight into, uh, you know, a Frankie-type type character that's there to interact with and at least get you a bit further along. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of curious where, you know, where this stuff will advance, do you have a feeling for when uh, the voice side of it would be something that you would uh, look at jumping on on board with because of course the sorts of things that people ask voice wise and we 've had systems in the past where you you know you will you will talk to a kind of a um, uh, you know, an an assistant that just mm. sort of directs you off to one queue or another queue. Yeah. Um, but do you have a feel for, for when you would expect to actually be able to have uh, Frankie... In your in your phone queue handling, uh, you
1: know, first line of calls. I can I actually can't give. I can't give you a date. I can tell you that we're certainly looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. I, I was I was at a um, a conference recently in, uh with IBM and they've yeah. they've launched a product that does that. So yeah. So yeah. the product is live in some markets and, yeah. and and I know Amazon have one too. So so it exists. It's not perfect yet, but but it will happen. I, I think the key thing is you've got to give people the right channel for what they need at that moment. So yeah. sometimes yeah. you actually do just want to talk to a person, yeah, but other, other times um, you know people, people prefer to, to speak to bots. I mean we, we find so in health insurance it 's a pretty personal conversation you have, and one of the questions for us was do people want to talk about their health with a with a chat bot? Yeah. Um, I can tell you now they do and some more people anonymous probably would
0: prefer to prefer mm. to deal with you know a bot than than, than telling a, a real person and i've called yeah, up a call yeah. center before on more than one occasion and mm. had somebody mm. at the other end say, oh. You know, I'm such and such. I know you. And I had that little bit a where someone's like, oh, Paul, Great. you know, it's, and I'm, I'm, I've lost for the name of who, who it was, but someone who I'd sort of, you know, had, had, yeah, um, vaguely, vaguely knew. And they like like, look, full disclosure, I'm such and such. I know you. Are you happy to continue with the conversation? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I'm happy for you to know I'm a billionaire secretly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um, no, we, we had our chat. And, you know, another time was, I think, um, you know, someone that, uh, that um, yeah, knew knew my dad uh, mm-hmm. on uh, on a, on a call. So yeah, the idea of some of these things being anonymous, um, you know, or more anonymous, you you know that it's recorded, of course, but uh, um, has some attraction. Now, a couple of things down the insurance track. So one is we're in this world of the sort of the sharing economy, yeah. Um, and I'm just I'm going through because I like to sort of see as many aspects on on things like uber and airbnb as possible so i'm going through um putting a property on on airbnb at the moment um and i'm not quite sure what are the what are the insurance sort of realities around around that um have you guys sort of taken an interest in um that or, or because or are you purely focused on the health insurance do you yeah, do other aspects health. of insurance okay so that's no, not your that's yeah. not your field um now the other bit, of course, health insurance is mm. okay. Wearables, you know, all sorts of data. Yeah, yeah. how's that going to? You know, how do you see that sort of playing out? Because at the moment we chatted earlier, sounded like your focus is on making it as quick and easy for people to sign up to become customers, rather than having lots of hoops to to jump through. But um, do you see in the in the future that you'll be you know offering people that option for different premiums based on yeah like you know, wearables and and other forms of data how for, could that look
1: so 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 for us it's all about just removing friction from join from friction from claim so using technology to enable you yep. know to, to to enable that and i think yep. if you know if 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 people are healthier um then they should be rewarded for it, yeah. but I think more importantly, health insurance companies should help them be healthier. So yeah. we we focus on ways to do that, and yeah. you know we've got we've got products and we've got plans that, that enable right. people so to So you have look a wearable that healthy. gives you
0: an electric shock if you haven't been for your run for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're helping people get healthy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's right. That's okay. right. I, I I think that the exciting thing is there's more and more data. Actually, at the moment, only twenty percent of it is actually indexed. Yeah. Um, so we we think that the data that um, we we get from our customers that our customers have on themselves, yep. we think that's gonna be the source of, of competitive advantage for us and yep. and kind of more empowerment for them. The the challenge is how you turn that data into 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 knowledge and then into, into value for them. So yeah, okay. we all insurers are working on ways to do that. You know, yep. we think we're better than most, but yep. but that's the that's the goal, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, what about tying into other data sources? You know, like um, yeah, if you look around the world, and we've got a level of it in New Zealand. You know, where uh, you know data that GPS hold and so on is you know starting to become um, you know accessible and and you know in varying ways. As, is that something that will just be the norm you think in a few years' time that you know your your insurance provider would be able to tap into those different data sources um, in order to be able to uh, give you you know the 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 most appropriate kind of uh, coverage at, at appropriate
1: um, price well the fu- I mean the future for, for for medicine and for health is personalized medicine, and to do that you need to know someone someone 's profile and whether you get that from medical records that you need to source and structure and index or whether you get that from from dna profiling That's that 's where we 're all going i mean there 's an, in, an interesting trial on in the states at the moment with Apple um, working with some customers to source their their data and holding that mm. on a platform um, mm, mm. I, I think that that will be the battleground for for insurance in the future absolutely
0: yeah. Yeah, um, so any sort of you know predictions on what the future of health insurance kind of looks like from you know where, where you're you know whether it's sort of some specific things that you can talk about in terms of where you're going or or where you think things are going to be if you know a few years out from now.
1: Um, so we we think it's all, it's going to be around proactivity and rather than just fixing you when you're sick, which we'll, we'll always do. We think it's more going to be more around helping you be healthier. So, you know, we've, we've, we've got products in market right now that help you be more proactive and go and have that check up and mm. have those tests rather than wait until you get sick and it's a big deal. Mm. Um, we, we think that's, that's going to be the future. And it's certainly the trend that, you know, we're, we're seeing overseas. Mm. Mm.
0: And... Um Tell us about that you 've just come back from a conference in in the u s where you know you you were talking about some of your uh, you know in, initiatives here well, what was that all about
1: uh, It was the the IBM think Conference, so they have a a, a convention once a year where they get all of their um, their their customers and partners together to talk about AI share case studies and talk about what 's coming and, and you know some of some of those trends and look, we for, for us, it's really important that we um, we've got a view to what's coming next, so that we can be ahead of it and ready, so we can kind of turn it into value for our customers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look, we we're really excited to go and talk about what we've done, but more importantly, learn from what others are doing in other in other markets, mm. both customer facing um, and also and also internally. But I, I mean, I was blown away by the, the, you know not just the possibilities of AI but actually what it's doing right now today not not in five years but yep. what's possible now yep. it, was, it, was, yep. it was really interesting
0: well, we've got a, um, a New Zealand company that's going through a crowdsourcing uh, round at the moment that, that um, you know they, they fire a laser through um, you know a, a drug that's, you know, um, I guess, but before it gets uh, into somebody's bloodstream to check that it's the right thing, and you yeah, know, I yeah. guess, uh, I'm not sure if they're able to check the the, the dosage levels, but uh, you know, it's this way of sort of minimizing accidents and and mm-hmm, issues. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's, I guess, so many areas of possibility in this space, aren't there?
1: There are. It's incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible, and and I think all of it comes down to improving the the patient and the customer experience. You know, yeah, if you yeah. if you can do that, and you, and you can use technology in a way to do that then and you add value to them then 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 you win so that's i think that's the exciting thing
0: and if you can keep them you know healthier and uh you know exactly right. uh, avoiding sickness then uh that's kind of cool too right that's right yeah. that's right yeah awesome oh well, it's been uh, it's been great to have you on the show thanks for having um, me how do people uh you know get in touch if they're sort of you know curious to uh, find out more about what you're up to ben
1: Oh, linkedin 's probably a good way, yep. so yep. Mr. Ben Rose on there or Twitter at mr Ben Rose, yep, yeah, yep. okay, excellent,
0: all right, well, thanks very much for uh, joining the New Zealand tech podcast. thank you week. for having me Cheers, thanks all right, good stuff. hey, thanks everybody for listening in. Um, look, you can track me down across uh, linkedin and and Facebook and Twitter, uh, Paul Spain on those channels, same place to find um, the video that I uh, talked about earlier on uh, on Cora. And uh, look, we we appreciate you listening in and we'll look forward to uh, catching up again next week. All right, see ya. The New Zealand Tech Podcast, brought to you by Guerrilla Technology, proactive and strategic IT.